This episode of Country Squire Radio is brought to you by Missouri Meerschaum and ThisPipeLife.com. We thank them for their support of this show, and we thank you for supporting them. You're listening to Country Squire Radio. Welcome to Country Squire Radio. I'm Bo. And I'm John David. Hey, hey Bo. Good evening, man. Man, good evening to you, sir. How are you doing tonight? You know, I'm good. I, I'm, I'm wondering why I made this decision to drink uh, hot tea uh, which uh, and we're basically on the surface of the sun. My here, goodness! Here, here in here in June in uh, in central Mississippi, dude, it's it's just hot. It's uh, it's, it, it's awful. It's 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 unlivable conditions. I mean, as you it's pointed amazing, out, yeah, where people can live nowadays. It's it's uh, <laughs> no no one should live here, and yet here we are. And it, that's every, okay. Every every week we come back, right? Yeah, I went back and forth. <laughs> you in even the, brought a couple people into this world, like right here. It's like right. you're you're like doing this to people's future. You know, I thought God. about that too, because my wife, you know, being from Michigan, you know, inclined to the cold temperatures, and then of course me growing up here in Mississippi and being inclined to the warm temperatures, our kids are probably just going to have like the flu nonsense stop right no, I, I think mean, they will yeah it's just well they already do they give it to you that's why you're even sick tonight aren't man you? i am having a tough time uh, I, <laughs> I, I, as i sit here blowing pipe smoke in your face yeah no worries i got some tea behind me so i think we'll be good but no actually i, I don't think it was the kids this time uh, this last past weekend i was at mississippi comic-con um, oh yeah that's a thing now yeah i yeah. forgot about that dude we mississippi actually has a respectable comic-con yeah we've got enough people for for that look yeah. man we uh it was really great it's we amazing. actually did a, a panel me and two other podcasters one guy actually drove from out of town to be on the panel and uh talked about dc tv because of course i did the uh, the flash tv talk podcast so it kind of played into that yeah but yep. i gotta tell you man it was massive they had a long line to get in even hours after it started i mean they're gonna definitely need a bigger venue next time but here's here's something that occurred to me the squire should have a table there. You should bring some church wardens, because let me tell you, man, you would clean up at this. You think place. so? Oh, dude, for one thing, do you well, want, it'd be it'd be similar to what we do at Celtic Fest. I, that's I exactly right? what yeah, I'm thinking. Similar feel, right. yeah, but I, but I, that way more people. Like so, I would I would say this is like three or four times more than people than uh, at Celtic Fest. All right, so tell me what what exactly happens at a comic con that happens in a a comic con in a in a town the size of Jackson. Hey, man, what happens at Comic Con stays at Comic Con. Apparently, it does. <laughs> right? Yeah, <laughs> um, except for that cold you got. Well, so they. You know, one thing that happens at these things is, uh, you know, some some celebrities will come in and, and you can kind of wait in line and pay money to get their autographs. I've never understood that, but a lot of people are into that kind of thing, which yeah. is perfectly I fine. I think my cousin's proudest moment in her life was maybe getting a hug from William Shatner. Oh, well, there you at, go. At, at one of these things. There you go. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, if if I had the opportunity and the line wasn't like ridiculous to like... I'd hug William Shatner. Well, not William Shatner, but if it was Mark <laughs> Hamill, if it was Mark Hamill, I might pay a hundred bucks to hug Mark Hamill. <laughs> might do that. Uh, but no, so they had uh, like, weird. a lot of... A lot of folks ghostbusters and uh and wrestlers and the like uh, came out to do autographs but there were also tons of vendors man mostly more than anything else it was artists yeah. and uh and vendors selling uh, all kinds of uh, paraphernalia i actually i got a uh they've got these things these vinyl funko uh figurine type deals and yeah. I'm, I'm not yeah. big into toy collection or anything like that but i've gotten some friends that have kind of given me these flash figurines and so now i've kind of been collecting just those and so cool man i was hunting around for it but the thing is there is a a, a vibrant yeah uh, cosplay community in Mississippi. Yeah, see that that just kind of strikes me as being strange. And and for those of our listeners that don't know cosplay, I mean, we're talking about uh, dressing up in costume. And it, you define no, it. No, no, no. I don't want to defend it. I don't want to offend anyone. <laughs> that's <laughs> I, right. I can really make a lot of people angry by butching this up here. It's putting on the costume, but also putting on the character. And I got to tell you, man, if, if you know, there's a lot of we, a lot of Tolkien-esque costumes out there lacking some church wardens. So I'm telling you, if, if, if the squire was present, I think he'd clean up. How many people were dressed as Laura Croft? Uh, not enough. Not enough. <laughs> Maybe I'll go next year. 
<laughs> dressed, uh, as dressed as Laura Croft. There it is. There it is. <laughs> All right. Well, good stuff, man. Uh, hey, speaking of things that are going on, uh, this is kind of last minute, but next week I'm going to be in Chicago yet again. What? Uh, yeah. You're, a, you're literally just telling me this? Yeah. Next week. End of next week. I think that's right. Are we going to have to do no, another? No, no, no. no, it's the end of next week. So oh, it'll be Wednesday, okay. Thursday, and Friday. Okay. Uh, I'll be okay. there. There's a big, uh, there's a big uh, event called Podcaster Movement uh, or Podcast Movement that we'll be uh, uh, going and representing Satchel at. So really excited about that. But I will actually, I believe, be in actually Chicago proper this time. Yeah. So nice. for those of you in the Chicago area, especially if you've got some pipe shop recommendations, I'll be looking for that. Maybe we could do a meetup. I think that'd Dude, be awesome. It'd be so great if you could swing by Ewan Reese. I know we didn't have the time to do it once we were there. We met all the Ewan Reese guys, obviously, at the at the show. But, um, you know, just being kind of out in the suburbs away Absolutely. from uh, central Chicago didn't get the chance. But, um, man, what a legendary shop. And, of course, Chicago Chicago land, um, you know, pipe community. It's just uh, one of the most vibrant in the world. Really. Yeah. So, yeah. so um, one way or the other, I'm looking forward to hopefully seeing a couple of you guys out there um, next, uh, late next week. So more details on that on the Facebook page. Uh, man, what's uh, what's going on around the shop? Dude, uh, yeah, just lots of new inventory, man. Um, trying to uh, just kind of get things ramped up. We had our big event, obviously, Father's Friends and Fire, which we uh, got to do with Eric Stokeby's fourth generation and Kamoi pipes and uh, slung a bunch of those. And then, uh, yeah, you look around our shop, we've got a ton of like Missouri Meerschaum pipes. And, yeah, uh, I, I, you know, I'd, I'd say that it's funny. Of course, uh, they're, you know, proud sponsors of our show, but, uh, but I did, I got a huge shipment of, uh, of cob pipes in today. This is actually, uh, I'm smoking right now a Vowen pipe. Uh, we recently picked up Vowen pipes, which are, of course are made in Germany. And, uh, I have never smoked a Valen pipe. This is the I literally just lit up this pipe for the first time ever. Man, uh, thirty thirty seconds ago, or how, however <laughs> long, how long, however long ago we started this podcast. And so, so far, so good, dude. So far, so good. Yeah, this is um, gosh, it's a uh, shiny. Yeah, it's real shiny. Uh, it's a shape twelve thirty seven. So it's kind of just a nice uh, chunky apple. You might even you know uh, some companies might even call that an author or something. Oh, uh, it's got okay. kind of a nice uh, cherry finish to it, but just real. Real chunky pipe feels good in my little paws here, and um, yeah, so far so good. And of course, Valens, you know, have this nine millimeter filter, um, and I've actually never smoked a nine millimeter filter pipe before. Oh, wow. I would take this apart and show it to you, Bo, but my pipe is <laughs> lit now. I know that that's the cardinal. It's, sin, it's right? heresy. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't, I don't let myself do that. All right, fair enough. Yeah, well, good, even for you. Well, by uh, the end of the show, maybe you'll have a, a better report, even about uh, how it's how it's smoked. Yeah, through. I hope so. So far, uh, so far, so good. Well, yeah. Good stuff, man. Well, hey, we got a great topic that we're talking about. You mm-hmm. know, from time to time, we like to do what we call our pipe smoking one hundred and one. Uh, it's a it's a topic. We take topics, take questions occasionally, uh, really geared towards the beginner pipe smokers. But what we find is that a lot of people, uh, even if you're not a beginner, you might be able to glean a little bit of uh, wisdom or thoughts that you hadn't. Or contribute. Or contribute. I mean, that's the big thing as well. We love after we post out the pipe smoking one-on-ones to get uh, feedback from from those of you who've been in it for quite some time. But the, the, the specific topic that we're covering tonight is all about cake. Let them eat cake. Chocolate, vanilla, ice cream. Wait, no, or, not that. Or carbon. Carbon. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Gross. Yeah, man, uh, cake obviously is something that we get a lot of questions about. We've done some shows that uh, have just generally talked about cake and maintaining the Bulliger pipe and all this kind of stuff in the past, but we wanted to go a little deeper in this. We we're talking about a, a you know regular problem that our, our listeners and customers have too about uh, their pipe, and that's you know protecting from a burnout, smoking too hot, right? Uh, and and I think this just really dovetails nicely in with those topics because um, you know obviously you're you're smoking your pipe, and 
uh, you're thinking, man, that bowl is getting really hot. And, you know, it, it, am I doing something wrong there? Or is there something I could do better to kind of protect, uh, protect my investment and also, um, you know, make the, make the, uh, experience more pleasurable you know so um building a cake is a real real big part of that and so we we thought we'd devote a little time to that uh this evening so just bare i mean just bare minimum definition when you say cake you're obviously not talking about chocolate you're talking about carbon (laughs) (laughs) i that would be a very interesting way to build uh to build a cake in your pipe with chocolate chocolate cake yeah Yeah. that'd be amazing um yeah we we ought to try that um yeah (laughs) it's definitely not so let's talk about the purpose of cake a little bit obviously Yeah. yeah we are talking about the carbon that uh, is built up on the side of the bowl. And, um, you know, a lot of folks, they um, d- understand that it's a thing, but necessar- don't necessarily understand kind of the why or the, you know, so what type thing about mm-hmm. it. And, and that's, um, you know, what we want to talk about a little bit tonight. But, you know, you've got a couple of main reasons for building cake in your pipe. And um, number one, obviously, the first and most important reason is, is to protect the bowl uh, of your pipe from um, from the heat, mm. okay. So you're you're basically building this carbon layer on the inside of your pipe, and and the main reason there is to um, you know form this kind of protective barrier around the bowl of your pipe, just to protect this briar. Even though briar is such a great uh, wood for smoking. Um, you know, it's still a, a piece of wood that you're regularly setting on fire <laughs> <laughs> right. in order to enjoy that. You know, right. so it's uh, it's 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 definitely working for you. You want to um, you want to you know take this briar and uh, and treat it as well as you can. Give it mm-hmm. give it a nice uh, nice covering. So yeah, that cake when you're building it on the inside of the bowl, it's it's protecting it. But another thing, a lot of folks don't really think about, and and this is uh, you know something that y- you really would have to kind of give it some thought to. Uh, to recognize this because it's a little less obvious, but the the cake also acts almost as like a kind of a rudimentary filter, um, and, and and that's an interesting thing. The you think about you know you've got this uh, porous you know substance that's inside the bowl while you're filling it with tobacco, and then while you're smoking it, think of what happens while you're smoking it. So you've got a lot of heat, but then you've also got moisture buildup that happens in there. <laughs> and and your, your porous cake, you know, when it when it gets hot, it's going to expand a little bit, and it makes room to absorb some of that moisture, Bo. And so what happens is your your cake actually will act in some sense as a, as a filter to absorb uh, some of the things like moisture that will make your smoking experience drier and more pleasurable. Interesting. But, yeah. but it's as it's going down as opposed to through the shank. That's exactly right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So it's actually happening in the in the bottom of the bowl, which is huh. nice. So um, that's why, you know, when we're building cake, which we'll talk about in a second, um, you know, it's so important to focus at first on the bottom of that bowl um, just to make sure that that, that area that's going to be exposed to the most heat, the most flame, uh, you know, the, it's going to be real tender. You just want to, you know, build a really nice uh, layer down there. Got to so, be careful, right? You don't want it too thick because you, you do have the hole, right? And you don't want to accidentally. Cut that's right. Up. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. You don't want to um, don't want to obstruct the hole, obviously. And we'll talk later about the importance of kind of maintaining a good cake because, um, you know, you, you actually can damage your pipe with too much. cake. Really? So, yeah, it's okay. kind of interesting. But um, so building cake. All right. So, you know, cake. Think about um you know, when something burns, the smoke particles, if you got a campfire or something, the smoke particles are, you know, forming because, uh, you know, nutrients from whatever you're burning are, uh, you know, actually, you know, being turned into energy. So uh, in this case, you've got sugar that's being turned into ash or carbon. And so, you huh. know, you've got, you know, the natural sugars of these leaves, this plant matter in this in this pipe that you're doing. and uh, and And just like you would light, you know, 
uh, some logs on fire and you'd have, you know, smoke particles that kind of drift away, your, you know, your tobacco is doing the exact same thing. Right. And so, right. you know, the goal is to try to get, a, you know, a nice even layer of that to, uh, to build up along the side of your pipe. Uh, just to protect that bowl to give you that nice cake that that will both protect you know uh, save the bowl, uh, but then also um, you know uh, act kind of as that filter like we talked about. So a couple of things that can kind of uh, help when you do this obviously are going to be um, y- you know it, there, there's a lot of methods of cheating. <laughs> you know you think like well how hard could this be? And well some people have made it really complicated, but by making it complicated, their goal is to uh, you know, make it more consistent so that you always know that you're going to have a really good cake uh, mm-hmm. rather than, you know, just, uh, you know, kind of piecemealing at a time. Maybe you've had a lot of trouble building cake in the past and uh, just don't want to have to fool with it again. But um, so just some ideas that are floating around out there. A lot of our listeners probably already know some of these things. But um, the most popular one, of course, is you take just a little bit of natural honey uh, on the on the tip of your your maybe pinky finger or something, you just kind of smear it on the inside. Doesn't take much at all, uh, but then you'll uh, fill after you do that. You'll fill the bowl uh, with tobacco, obviously, and then burn it all the way to the bottom. Uh, and, and really, if you do that, you want to fill it up maybe halfway. Typically, when I'm telling people how to break a pipe in, um, we try to shoot for halfway up and then go all the way to the bottom. Just really focusing that first initial carbon layer kind of on the bottom. Because uh, that, that's the most tender part that uh, that you'll need, not just to protect the bowl, but also you know where a lot of that moisture is going to build up too. Is the goal in this instance to actually smoke it as fast as possible in order to keep it nice and hot? Or uh, no, I, I don't think so. I think you know honestly, you, you would want to smoke it just optimally, like you would normally, which okay. is probably you know kind of slow, and um, you know just keeping it just at a normal temperature uh, like you would normally use it. So uh, and, and also it's it's important because your pipe is new you know, to break it in slowly because it's mm-hmm. it's more tender because it doesn't have the cake on there. So, uh, so yeah, it's actually the complete opposite of that. <laughs> um, I'm glad I asked. Yeah, it, exactly. Uh, another, another thing that you could do is a lot of folks have come up with these pastes that uh, work kind of interestingly. So you've got folks that have come up with their own uh, recipes even of, of pipe, uh, you know, kind of carbon layer, you know, that you can put on there to kind of um, well, pre-carbonate, just like if you bought a Savinelli or Peterson or some pipe that uh, that has a pre-carbon layer on the inside. And folks will uh, figure out ways to do that themselves. So a popular way is to take honey or uh, or actually jam, some kind of like jelly or jam. And you can mix it with uh, like a cigar ash or even really fine um, a pipe tobacco ash and start to build the cake in there yourself interesting. Uh, just by creating that layer of that. So um, an, an interesting thing as well, I've actually seen uh, for pipes that were drilled to uh, maybe the draft hole is too high in the side of the pipe um, and, and the person wanted to kind of make the bottom of the bowl, uh, you know, come up to the draft hole. Uh, you could actually take like a almost make your own paste out of cigar ash and, and water uh, or, you know, perhaps jelly or something like that and actually build a, your own little, you know, layer in the bottom and let that harden. And you've kind of got this false bottom that allows your <laughs> allows your pipe to, you know, function as it as it should. So um, really are you weird. using like a tamp when you're actually kind of getting it on the bottom? Or yeah, just- yeah. You know, anything to allow you to get just a real even layer. You want it to follow uh, what should be the natural curve of the of the prior. Right, right. Yeah. So uh, kind of interesting. There's, um, you know, this crazy formula that I've heard uh, uh, Tim West uh, has has uh, recommended and uses, and that's actually where he will take grape jelly 
and uh, and then mix it. What what he does is he bakes uh, his, some of his favorite tobaccos. So like let's say your favorite tobacco is uh, you know um, you know Dunhill Flake. Uh, so what what Tim would say you do is you actually take the Dunhill Flake. And you bake it in the oven. You rub it apart real finely uh, and bake it in the oven just to get all the moisture out of it. Uh, and then once you take it out, you actually grind it up. You can even, you know, grind it up almost like a mortar and pestle type thing, you know, where you're just basically turning it into, you know, the finest powder that you can. And then uh, and then mix that tobacco in with this, you know, jam or jelly and then kind of just, you know, rub it on the inside of your pipe. And that kind of creates that. Uh, just a real simple carbon layer, um, you know, so the pipe is pre-carbonized and allows you to build cake uh, more fast. So, yeah. um, you know, and and then the most novel way uh, to obviously build cake is to just uh, fill your pipe and and smoke it to the to the bottom. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> imagine that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's this uh, it's this really uh, strange thing that we've been doing for uh, hundreds of years now. Um, so that, I mean, it's a natural process, really. Yeah, I mean, you've got you know, again, you're you're taking a plant matter and you're burning it the way that you would a campfire or something. And you know, obviously, when you see smoke uh, drift up in the you know plumes of fire that uh, you would outside. Um, you know, in that kind of uh, situation, you you see the the particles go with it, and that's all you're doing is uh, taking those particles and and helping it stick to the side of the bowl. Uh, one one other thing that I'll mention, you know, as far as the purpose of the cake goes, um, you know, we talked about the you know wood protection of the wood, also acting somewhat as of as a as a filter and a, a absorber of some of that moisture, but. Um, you know, but also your pipe will smoke sweeter if you do that. I mean, think about, hmm. uh, you know, again, we, we talk about, uh, those cast iron skillets that are, you know, seasoned over time that have such a good, um, you know, kind of residual flavor that just comes with years and years and years of use. And, um, you know, that's why, you know, the, it, it, it you, you've seen grandmamas like, you know, beat the snot out of little, you know, grandbabies if they accidentally put the uh, cast iron skillet in the dishwasher kind of thing. You know, that's a big no no. <laughs> but, you know, it, it's, it's things like that that uh, allow that pipe to kind of, you know, build up some of those residual flavors, especially if you are smoking the same tobacco, uh, you know, over and over and over. Uh, a lot of pipes, too, I, I have not had this uh, with this particular pipe tonight, uh, which, of course, I let go out now. Uh, but, you know, um, a lot of pipes, um, you know, unlike this Vowen, when, when you when you smoke it at the first, it'll have kind of a bitter taste to it as well. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that's just the briar. Uh, just, you know, it's just the natural uh, flavor of the wood. And so as you build that cake, um, you know, you're building up a layer of uh, th- that's, you know, based around more your, um, you know, your tastes. Yeah. So it just, it just kind of naturally comes, which is nice. So that's the thing. I mean, a lot of people I would imagine, you know, that are listening to this, I mean, some for sure have, have been intentional about uh, setting their pipe right and building that cake from the get-go. But for many of us, I mean, you know, we've kind of done it the old-fashioned natural way. So we've got this cake that's kind of right. occurred naturally. How do right. we maintain that? Yeah. And, and it and it's really important uh, to do that. Uh, I, I tell this story um, several times, uh, at least once a week, when someone comes in and asks me to ream their pipe, or uh, you know, if they have a question about reaming. Um, one of our uh, dear friends at the shop, of course, is a, a, a gentleman named uh, Blair Batson. Uh, he's a 95 year old retired doctor uh, here in Jackson, and of course, the, the reason that name is familiar in Mississippi is our children's hospital is named after Doctor Batson. And uh, if you go to Batson Hospital, there's a huge portrait uh, there in the lobby, and he's uh, holding, sitting there, uh, holding his pipe in that portrait awesome. of the children's hospital, which awesome. I just think is fantastic. <laughs> 
Um, and and uh, so, so, you know, you got this really kind of uh, respected uh, Mississippian um, that, uh, you know, obviously is a pipe smoker and a good friend of the Squires. Matter of fact, his, uh, his niece, who is also named Blair, uh, came by just the other day to pick up his monthly pound of Cherokee. So, oh, there you go. Uh, which is, which is kind of cool. But could you imagine being 95 and smoking a pound of pipe tobacco a month? May we all be so fortunate. Yeah. Isn't that beautiful? <laughs> <laughs> it's just great. But um, so anyway, I, I love to tell the story. Uh, occasionally, uh, Dr. Batson will send his pipe to the squire to be cleaned. And and the filthiest pipe I've ever seen come through the shop was Dr. Batson's pipe. I got I to gotta know this. Is it, does he, like, is it always the same pipe? I No, this pipe was a Peterson, actually. Okay. But, but he has a variety of pipes. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. He used to smoke more straight pipes, but I think he's added a few bent pipes to his collection now. Which Interesting. Which is uh, kind of funny. But, uh, you know, he Dr. Batson uh, he sent his pipe to the shop to be cleaned. And uh, the lady that brought it in, it was uh, one of his assistant, his uh, aides, I think. And she uh, she brought in and she said, you know, Dr. B, he's uh, he's having a little trouble getting tobacco in this pipe. Can you take a look at it for me? <laughs> and and he pulled she pulled the pipe out and... Uh, Bo, I swear, like the amount of available room to put tobacco in the chamber of the pipe was no bigger than the end of a <laughs> like a pencil, like a pencil eraser. Like it, like it was unbelievable. And I'm just thinking in my mind, I'm I'm trying to visualize this 95 year old man who, you know, it, who who you know probably doesn't have the um you know coordination that he that he had once. You know, it, trying to get little leaves of tobacco into this into this pipe bowl. <laughs> <laughs> and even calling it a pipe bowl is is very, uh, you know, it, it's just not right. It's right. more like I mean, imagine like, it's you like know, a pipe, this, pipe hole. Yeah, a pipe hole with like this volcano peak that just kind of <laughs> comes up to the top, and it's like, what the heck do you do with this? You know. Um, so one imagines that would be not the ideal. Story. Yeah, that that that's the thing. <laughs> well, the the funniest thing about that story is uh, one time uh, before I knew that that was his niece, uh, Blair, the niece, actually came in uh, to get Doctor Batson his his uh, tobacco, but I didn't know that was his niece. And she started asking, like, "When are you supposed to clean these pipes out?" And I started saying, "You know what? You will never believe this. I just asked that the other day for someone else." I saw this terrible pipe one time and it was from, oh. and it was from this doctor, local guy. You would not believe how filthy it was. And I just went on and on about how nasty this pipe was. And she was like, yeah, that's, that's my uncle. I'm asking for him. Oh. And I was like, face palm. Here's a, uh. <laughs> here's a free pound of Cherokee. <laughs> but, um, that's you know, great. yeah, it's one of those things like you, you really do need to be careful. The, the reason, um, you know, it's important to keep your cake at a certain width. And typically p- folks will say like a anywhere between a dime and a nickel in width. Uh, once you get past a nickel, uh, you, you know, you're number one, you've got less room to enjoy your tobacco. So, um, you know, it's just not conducive to, you know, loading your bowl full. But also, uh, you, you know, you think about, okay, what does what does anything do when it gets real hot? So you build you've got this cake on the inside of a bowl and, uh, you know, anytime you, you know, have something that gets really hot, it expands. And so if the cake is covering the entire inside of the bowl, but then decides it wants to expand, mm. what, what happens, and this blows people's minds that this is actually a thing, but, you know, what happens is, is the, the pipe will actually burst. Like the, like you'll, you'll crack, Get out a, of here. you'll crack a pipe wide open because of too much cake. Like I'm, I'm, really? I'm, it's a thing. Yeah. Like, I mean, I can't tell you how many pipes I've seen that, you know, look like they've been split open from the inside because they, because they have been, man, and, I want to see a picture of that. It's, it's literally the amount of cake on the inside was too much for the, 
the pipe to handle. Man. You know, you're still, even though Briar is awesome, again, we've talked about it, you know, sing its praises all the time. It's still a piece of wood that you're setting on fire. <laughs> right, and right. so as it's getting so hot and it's got this thing pushing from the inside, trying to go somewhere that it doesn't have any room to grow, uh, all of a sudden it just bursts and you've got, you know, a pipe that'll just, frankly, split wide open. So, um, so you've got to maintain your cake at kind of that, you know, optimal level just to give it a chance to, um, you know, expand inside your pipe to do its job right. Um, and, and, and really the best tools for that, a lot of folks, you know, they don't have the a reamer or anything, and so they'll use a, either the spoon or their check tool, or a lot of folks will just use a pocket knife or something right, like right. that. Um, if you are a regular smoker and you've got, you know, a pipe that is going to regularly build cake, I, I highly recommend uh, you know, uh, some form of pipe reamer. I got a couple here to to show tonight, at least for our live viewers. This is one of those that's uh, that looks like a little transformer. Um, yeah, it kind of does. Yeah. It looks like that little uh, like alien little thing. bug thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, this is one that you just put. It's kind of uh, if you can imagine, if you're listening to the podcast, like you just kind of drop it in. It's got a little T top to it, and it adjusts just very simply on the side with these kind of uh, little swing blades. Uh, that go on the side but all you're doing is just dropping this into the pipe and then turning it around and uh, all you're doing there is just getting a really um, even scrape on the inside of the pipe that's one thing that if you're Mm, using a pocket mm -hmm, knife or something mm -hmm. you're not gonna really get the benefit of having a very even uh, an even scrape on there Um, a a lot of folks in in place of this will try to find a drill bit uh, and actually just you know maybe not attached to a drill Ooh, that sounds dangerous well maybe not a, maybe not attached to a drill but just an actual bit that's uh, as large as they want their cake to be interesting okay uh, and yeah. then they'll just drop that in there and just physically with their hand twist the drill bit around um you know to kind of get some of that out so that just sounds well again you got to be careful you know would right. i do this on you know my you know uh dunhill from 1958 right you right know, probably not but um <laughs> uh, you know what what i would use on that would be probably the senior pipe reamer and you know, people are always like, man, I got to get one of those. Can- so so now I don't know what this is because I don't watch this show, but I believe that those of you familiar with a sonic screwdriver, <laughs> that's what John David just picked up. I, I, I have I have heard uh, people refer to it as, uh, you know, kind of the hilt end of the lightsaber. Lightsaber. You know, yeah, yeah. one of those things. It looks like, uh, you know, something that, um, you know, you could be uh, harmed with. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you, you kill a man with that right there. Yeah. A, a, a senior pipe reamer. These are, um, imagine if you're, you know, listening to the show, you've got a, a large, you know, kind of rod that you insert down into your pipe. And when you twist the end of it, it kind of has this claw feature that will expand and contract based on, uh, you know, you twisting this little uh, pin thing that goes up and down with it. So uh, these these claws kind of expand and contract. And so you can get the exact, you know, right diameter of the reamer that you yeah. want it to be. I mean, that almost looks industrial. Yeah, and, and, and it really is. People, Where'd you get that? Well, it's called a senior pipe reamer. It's a thing. You can order one online or, uh, you know, I'll be glad to order you one too if you're, you know, a customer of ours. But um, it's one of those things. It's like, man, hey, you know, you, someone sees it and they're like, I've got to get one of those. Yeah. I know I'll use that. And then they ask how much it is. And I'm like, $35. And they're like, what? Like, this is an interesting piece of equipment, and it's something that, uh, 
you know, obviously is invaluable. I would expect it to be more, honestly. Well, I, I mean, with all that metal and all those moving parts, it just seems it, it's, like... It's funny. I, you know, people uh, regularly are, you know, shocked at the price of these things, but it's it's hard to find a senior pipe reamer yeah. for, you know, under $30, $35 nowadays. So um, it's just one of those things. But it, it's well worth the money if you're going to restore a bunch of pipes mm-hmm. or if you're regularly building up cake in your pipe that needs to be reamed. Um, cool thing, too, I've been playing with it here as we're talking, but um, on the end of it, it actually has you, you can pull out this little uh drill bit it, it looks like it's a, little, a legit drill it's bit. A le- legit drill bit that's kind of built into the end of this thing and um generally what folks will use this for is cleaning the shank out of their pipe right um, and right. so you've just got the you know opportunity to get in there obviously this one has been uh well used but um you know you can kind of get in there you, you want to be careful with that probably even more than the actual reamer uh because you you know you're if you start monkeying with the you know draft hole on your pipe, that that's going to change dramatically, very quickly, uh, the quality of your smoke or the um, you know just what your smoking experience is like. You might be used to a very uh, fine draft hole, and you know as soon as you open it up, you're going to get a very different experience on your pipe. So, um, so something to keep in mind there. But yeah, if, if y'all you know, I'm sure you know many of our real experienced pipe smokers have know exactly what I'm talking about. But um, you know, check out the Senior Pipe Reamer. Um, again, it's going to look like the the hilt of a lightsaber. Or uh, you know something that you might use to to torture someone with, but uh, <laughs> if you're going to clean a bunch of pipes, it's uh, it really is the way to go. Matter of fact, I used it today. Uh, this guy brought a pipe in that um, it really really beautiful Savinelli is probably 20 years old, but it's one of those Porta Servo uh, Savinellis, and he had just built up a real real thick cake. It was real even cake, but just just too thick and needed to be. Um, brought down some so he could enjoy it and protect his pipe better and man i got after it i spent probably i don't know 30 minutes reaming that thing and bo i'm not lying when i say like this whole tobacco bar was just covered in this fine powder <laughs> i mean it was just the finest like black powder it looked like something you you know put into a musket <laughs> right right but uh you know it's just all over my hands and it's probably still in my hands but um, but anyway, you know, that if you're going to do heavy duty, uh, you know, pipe reaming, that really is the, Man. It, it's an invaluable tool to have. It looks like so, it. Yeah. All right. So we've been talking about creating pipe, uh, uh, creating cake and maintaining yeah. cake and, and specifically for briar pipes. I mean, with mm-hmm. Morta pipes, is that something that would even be on the table? You know, Morta and Meerschaum both, uh, general convention on Morta and Meerschaum is that you don't build cake. Right. Now, a lot of folks on, particularly on Meerschaum pipes will you know, build cake just because maybe they're, uh, you know, don't scrub it out after each smoke and that kind of thing. You do, you do see cake in Meerschaum pipes probably more than you do Morta. Um, but the idea in both is that you don't have to build cake, which is really nice. So, uh, after every, each and every smoke, when I do Morta or Meerschaum, I'll actually, uh, you know, take a pipe cleaner, turn it into a U, uh, like I always do, kind of bend both the ends where they're up together. And I'll take that U-shaped pipe cleaner and just shove it into the bowl and just, just twist it around, get all the all the ash out. So uh, you know you're trying to you know really just get that as clean as possible. Um, so I, I would you know unless you do have significant cake on a Meerschaum pipe, um, you know which which you really shouldn't to begin with anyway. At least at least my opinion. Um, you know I would not use a reamer on a Meerschaum pipe. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, you know the the goal again is to keep your Meerschaum pipe just really clean. Uh, at all times. So, yeah. Meerschaum, you know, if you're sitting there reaming a Meerschaum pipe, you got to think like, man, that's a lot of pressure to put on, you know, basically a, you know, a 
sea foam. <laughs> <laughs> you know, right, I mean, right. you know, the 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 cake inside the pipe is already putting pressure on it, but then you know you start getting in there and twisting and scraping this stuff out. You just got to be really careful. So uh, sometimes to soften that cake, you know, people will pour. Uh, maybe a little Everclear or bourbon or or, or uh, certainly pipe sweetener, you know, a little bottle of pipe sweetener that we sell here at the shop or you can get online. Um, it's a, Typically, it's like a mint-flavored sweetener. But, you know, if you'll put that in there and let it sit for a little bit uh, just to kind of absorb into that cake, it'll it'll loosen some of that stuff up. Uh, Everclear is great if, uh, you know, you want something that's not going to impart a flavor into your pipe. Mm. Uh, problem with Everclear is you have to generally buy like a fifth of it and then, you know, if anyone sees you buying it, they think you have a, a problem. <laughs> and, 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 uh, they just and, assume that and, you're like a college student or something. Yeah, well, they send you to the nearest, uh, you know, group therapy session, which is fine. Um, and, <laughs> and, and we all need that at some point. But um, but anyway, the, uh, you know, Everclear is so great because it is really high alcohol content. So it just, it you know, cleans really well, but it also just doesn't impart any flavor. So anyway, that kind of covers, you know, the purpose of cake, uh, building the cake and then maintaining it. Um, you know, again, I think if you're a, a heavy pipe smoker that is going to use, um, you know, going to build cake often enough to need to ream it, uh, you know, I, I would probably uh, go ahead and invest in a, in a decent reamer, at least one of these little dudes that uh, kind of have a little, uh, you know, a tea look to it that you drop in there and that just kind of naturally expands to the side of the bowl. Uh, these run anywhere from $6 to $15. They're yeah. not, not very much. A lot of folks, they'll, they'll smoke a pipe. And they'll come in, um, you know, I don't know, three months later, and they say, hey, I, I don't know, but, uh, you know, do I need to ream this? And I'll look at their pipe, and it, you know, it's just real fine powder on the side, doesn't really have any cake at all. And, um, you know, it's a, it's kind of a thought, I think, people, because they spent so much money on this beautiful pipe, and they want to take good care of it, they're thinking, well, maybe it's time to ream it, you know. And, and honestly, you know, if your pipe doesn't have a he- that heavy carbon buildup that's so big that it, uh, you know, either one, obstructs the, you know, chamber from you loading it with tobacco, or two, threatens to, to crack the bowl, um, you know, then you just you just don't want to ream your pipe. Interesting. Yeah. So, so don't ream it. I guess the nuclear option. Yeah, 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 I think so. Yeah, so you, you only go is, there. You only go there if your cake is uneven and you just want to even it out a little bit, or um, you know, if it's gotten so big that you're either threatening the amount of tobacco you can put in it, or um, you know, obviously the uh, the integrity of the structure of the briar. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good, man. Yeah, man. Look, cake is uh, cake's delicious. It, cake is great. <laughs> I, I love cake. Now it's I, it's always great to kind of learn these tips and tricks, especially for caring for your briar. Because uh, I mean, it, it, all of us who are, who are tuning in, who are listening to that, I mean, we all we all have at least one briar pipe. For many of us, we've got tons of briar pipes, and so keeping up with all of them is important. Yeah. And you want briar pipes. You want your good mortar pipes. You want a good uh, meerschaum pipe too. But you know what you have to have? A Missouri Meerschaum. A Missouri Meerschaum pipe. <laughs> now, the funny enough, Missouri Meerschaum pipe, actually corn cob pipe. Corn cob pipe, you do not need cake in. Is that right? I'm asking. Yeah, you. no, that's right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's the idea, right? Is that you can uh, you can have a, a clean smoke no matter what you're smoking. Missouri Meerschaum pipes are good quality for exactly that reason. And of course, sponsoring this episode, we've got two pipes. Uh, the Pony Express and the one that I always mispronounce. Uh, the Mizzou. The Mizzou. <laughs> it's like Kalamazoo, so I should remember that because that's it, a, a place. That's a real place. It, it is. If you're if you're from the, um, you know, is Missouri the show me state? Is that right? Uh, you show me where it says that. I, I'm I sure think, it is. Uh, waka waka. <laughs> I, if you're from Missouri, you obviously know um, the the word Mizzou. You know, they go uh, the the Tigers of. Uh, yeah, the University of Missouri go by that moniker, but um, yeah, the Mizzou pipe is uh, just a beautiful uh, pipe. It's kind of like their 
uh, Tom Sawyer pipe or, or or Huck Finn pipe maybe, but uh, the bowl or I'm sorry the uh, the shank is bent up a little more. So think about a long stem uh, with kind of a small uh, chimney style bowl and the uh, really beautiful uh, amber you know plastic that that makes that stem uh, takes up a significant portion of it. So um, I, I always like it because I kind of rem- you know tell people I laugh. It kind of reminds me of a uh, of a Bing pipe, which of course <laughs> I'm a big fan of. But um, yeah, the the Mizzou. Uh, just a beautiful pipe and, uh, you know, obviously one that you could add to your collection to, uh, you know, have a good everyday smoke. Yeah, man. The Pony Express on the flip side has kind of a straight shank all the way through, kind of a long shank to it as yeah. well with just a little bit of a bit. I'd call it like a Levat, you know, Levat, something right. something where you've got that longer shank, but then the, um, you know, the bit at the very end is just a real nice small saddle. And, uh, of course, these are, um, you know, super compact pipes, pipes that you can just uh, tuck away and carry with you wherever. See, the, the lovely thing about both of us trying to uh, uh, describe these pipes is that uh, you you use the actual terms. And for, like, all the newbies, they're like, what's all of that? Oh, really long. Okay, got it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like the translator for those that don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> but, look, you got to check these pipes out. They're absolutely gorgeous. And one of the great things about Missouri Meerschaum is they've got great people running that company. They make quality products. And you're definitely going to want to check them out. We thank them for supporting this show, and we thank you for supporting them. Yes, sir. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C. Pipe Question of the Week. Pipe Question of the Week this week is written in by Alex McCaslin. Uh, Alex says, uh, hey, Bo and JD, I just wanted to thank you guys for putting out a great show uh, every week. I've been smoking a pipe for about two or three years on and off, and I discovered you all sometime last year and have enjoyed it ever since. My question is uh, on the idea of, quote unquote, all day smoke tobacco. I hear t- I hear this talked about a lot on various forums. Shout out to our pipe tobacco, he says. Yeah, Reddit, that's Reddit, right? Reddit, oh, yeah, yeah, Reddit, yeah. the Reddit group. Uh-huh. Uh, and was curious to hear you guys' opinion on what makes good all day smoke. Uh, and what some of your favorite all-day smokes are. Thanks again for putting together such an incredible podcast, Alex. Yeah, uh, great question. And, you know, you're, you're going to get – you ask this to 10 different people, they're going to give you 10 different <laughs> right. answers, right? So um, the reason, uh, for instance, at, at the Country Squire we have a blend uh, – it's one of our signature blends. And if you're an aromatic smoker, I you know recommend you try it. But uh, it's called Cherokee. Cherokee is a very simple mixture of mm-hmm. uh, Virginia's and Black Cavendish. And uh, it's our, one of our oldest recipes. We haven't changed the recipe in probably 40 years. And, and the reason we sell so much Cherokee, you know, it's not because it's got the most powerful flavors. It's not because it's the strongest or the, uh, you know, most exquisite marrying of, uh, 
you know, flavors or any of this kind of stuff. It's it's just because you can smoke it all the time and mm. not get sick of it. You know, it's, mm-hmm. a, it's a delicious tobacco. It makes the room smell great. But it's one of those that you can just smoke all the time, and 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 you're you won't get sick of it, and neither will your companions because it just smells good. So, um, other blends, uh, matter of fact, that uh, would fall in that same category. The the blend I'm breaking this pipe in with tonight, this bow and pipe that I just lit up, uh, is Scottish mixture from Mac Barron. Uh, friends at Mac Barron, they make excellent, you know, Virginia Burley tobaccos and. Uh, you know, is Scottish mixture. Now, of course, it does have a ton of different ingredients and, and does happen to be a little more complex. But, you know, when you smoke it and just and think about it just from a distance, you're thinking, oh, it's just a really nice, clean, uh, you know, Virginia based tobacco that's got just a little sweetness to it. And so, you know, it's a good everyday smoke. Um, typically, you know, everyday smokes are going to be something that are all day smokes are going to be something that uh, doesn't give you personally tongue bite. You know, that's the key here is you're going for something that, number one, doesn't take a lot of work to keep lit. Mm. And then number two, you know, connects with your body chemistry in just the right way to not give you, um, you know, a harshness on your tongue. As, as Mrs. Reeves that taught me everything I know would say, uh, you, you want to pick a tobacco that's very kind to your mouth. Uh, and, and finding a tobacco that is kind to your mouth is different for everyone because, um, you know, folks have different experiences. i give you a case in point. This guy came in here, um, and he's like, man, this black and tan stuff that y'all sell, it is so good, but it just bites the stew out of my tongue. Mm-hmm. And, and, that, and that is the one tobacco that we would sell at the Country Squire that I would say would not bite your tongue because it's just so smooth. Uh, it, it's so incredibly simple and mellow. Huh. Uh, but for whatever reason, his chemistry, it just, it does not connect with him. So it's funny. I, I let him try several different things and he wound up uh, trying out uh, Baker Street and Baker Street, of course, lots of Virginia, uh, Latakia and Perique. And, you know, you know, obviously when you think of Latakia and Perique, you think of strong flavors, but, um, you know, those are typically cool burning smokes. Um, and so, you know, he, he tried this and it's like, that's my new everyday smoke. That's, huh. that's what it is for me. He wanted something that, uh, you know, would just connect with his own palate. And so, uh, you do kind of have to hunt around for that. Um, you know, other ones you might, you know, pay attention to as far as that goes. Uh, you know, any of the McClellan stuff, uh, you know, is, is good. Uh, you know, Stokeby makes some ec- excellent tobaccos, uh, you know, that are good for everyday smokes, uh, typically for most palates, things like the Luxury Navy Flake and, you know, PS24 Nougat, I know is really popular and a lot of folks uh, enjoy that one. You know, but there's a whole variety out there. I think you you really have to find something, though, that is easy to keep lit, uh, you know, doesn't require a lot of maintenance. Uh, the flavors don't get old and it will not bite your tongue. And that's really it. There you go. Yeah. That's great advice. You know, I'm actually going to, uh, there's only really one day of the year that I ever do on all day smoke, and that's when I go fishing up in Michigan. Yeah, yeah. And typically, I take um, uh, uh, Treasure Island with me, and you know I, I do get tongue bite a lot from that. So I, I might next time I'm gonna this year I'll, I'll be sure to uh, pick up some Cherokee. That that's good. the thing, like you know Treasure Island, it's a mellow smoke. It's one of those that uh, has a nice mellow flavor and kind of a sweet room note to it. But um, you got a lot of moisture there, and, and so with the moisture, you know, typically will will come. Uh, more relighting, yeah, and, and then also the, the the moisture interacts with the um, you know with your tongue. And I also find it makes me hungry. 
like just the smell of it for whatever reason just makes me hungry. And that's you never want to feel hungry while you're fishing. That's funny. Uh, it's like when you go on a certain diet, you need to stay away from ter- certain tobacco. Wow, I hadn't thought about that. I didn't. Maybe that's another episode. <laughs> Excellent pipe question of the week, Alex. Thank you so much for sending that in. Uh, if you've got a pipe question of the week, you can send it in CSR at potisteri.com. Quick fire with the squire. Quick fire questions this week come in from uh, Eric Rolf Franson. Like Rolf, like like the dog, like the Muppet. Okay. Like, that's his middle name. I just think that's <laughs> awesome. All right, here they go. You ready for this? Yeah, bring it. All right, parking. Pull straight into the garage or back up into the garage? No, pull straight in. I I, I want to do all the easy stuff now and worry about the hard stuff later. <laughs> right. Right. Wow. I never thought about that way, but I guess I do it the exact same <laughs> way for the exact same reason. Uh, summertime treats. Fruit smoothie, milkshake, or gin and tonic? Gin and tonic. Yeah, we know what you're going to say. <laughs> um, you know, it's so hot. Milk was a bad choice. It was a bad decision. Uh, but there's nothing like ice cream in the summertime, though, man. Like, yeah. it, except a gin and tonic. But you know, you, it, summertime with ice cream is a is a good thing. But milkshake seems to be a little bit too like like the consistency is too thick for the summer. Okay, like that's just that maybe that's just a me thing. I for a smoothie's good. That's fruit a good, smoothie's good. That's a good option. I you know I, I think all of your second guessing is you know feeds into my reason for you know. Saying gin and tonic without hesitation. Can I just go gin? Yeah. I, I just like gin. Gin, a little bit of vermouth, put a little twist in it, it's fine. That, that's how I do it. heck is that? <laughs> it's a gin martini, my friend. Even Briar's even sitting in the audience. He's like, <laughs> Is that a gin martini? Yeah, that's, I guess that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, I don't know my way around martini. Shaking, not the shit. After dinner, Europe, oh, this is kind of very intricate, so you ready for this? Okay, yep, bring it. European-styled artisan cheese and fruit plate with a glass of port served at a bistro by a tuxedoed waiter named Francisco. Lord have mercy. <laughs> or or an American-styled apple pie a mode with a cup of coffee served with a truck stop by a waitress. Tur- served at a truck stop by a waitress named Dixie. Yeah, bring on. I want Dixie to serve me a pie. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, if it's after dinner, absolutely apple pie a mode. Are you kidding me? No, that I mean, amazing. look, the artisan cheeses and fruit plate, that that has its place. Yeah, uh, before the meal. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but maybe before the meal, yeah. Uh, as an appetizer, maybe. But uh, yeah. for, for dessert after dinner, um, yeah, I mean, I want a big old dump, lop, lump of ice cream on top of my apple pie. Um, Bring on Dixie. Man, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, my grandmother's name was Dixie. I love that name. Man, that's a good name. Yeah, that's, that's, a, a, great, name. that's a great name. Uh, was she was she a truck stop waitress? She was not. Okay, she was far from it. But well, maybe uh, she missed her calling. You never she know. might. She might have been. She did serve a good. <laughs> she did serve a mean piece of pie, though. Well, there you go. There you go. All right, and then finally, fire bonfire at the beach or cozy fire in the mountain cabin place or burning down a failing business for the insurance money. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's really great. Um, well, I, hopefully we never know what that last one is here at the Squire. Although we do always joke and say, you know, if, if, if we did, if we did burn the Squire down, it would be the best smelling fire in a like a four state region. Um, yeah, I would. I'd have to go uh, cozy fire in the mountains. You know, honestly, when I'm at the beach, the last thing I think of is like fire. I, I don't know. I don't even know how you would light a bonfire on the beach. I right, guess. Yeah. I mean, I guess you people do it all the time, I guess. And obviously you'd want to do that if you were on a desert island trying to get noticed. But um, <laughs> that, that's a good point. Yeah. Um, you know, I've always been fascinated by by the concept of a bonfire on the beach because I've, I've never 
been at one and I've always yeah. wanted to be at one. So I think I don't I'm think we were that. cool enough to be invited to that kind of thing when we were in high school. Oh, you know, we had the Pearl River and the Pearl River <laughs> wasn't quite beach worthy. <laughs> I don't know. You know, you go out there and push aside the empty shampoo bottles and it's actually kind of homey, you know. <laughs> That's Mississippi for you. That's it. So gross. Right here with Dixie. <laughs> All right. There you go. Quick fire questions from Eric, man. Thank you so much. Those were epic. Well done. Those were great. Yeah. Yeah, Well done. Well, we really appreciate it. Very specific. And if you've got quick fire questions for us, they can be specific as well. Send them in CSR at potisteri.com. Man, before we jump into some listener feedback this week, we want to talk to you about our final sponsor for this episode, thispipelife.com. Man, that's right. Now, you and I were talking right beforehand about thispipelife.com, an online community. It's this wonderful, obviously, visual experience, but it's also about community as well. And we were talking about this week, uh, jumping online, getting in the forums a little bit, maybe yeah. even maybe yeah. even setting up a Ask Bo and John David kind of like type of deal. <laughs> That's terrifying, though. Isn't you know? it? Well, I mean, I mean like, yeah, because uh, this pipe life, the the folks on there, of course, if you haven't been on there, you'll you know recognize kind of the format quickly. You've got uh, just folks from all over the country that are you know super into uh, our hobby, which is you know pipes, tobaccos, pipe, you know things we've talked about tonight, like maintaining your pipe, different blend recommendations, and all this kind of stuff. But um, you know, I, I think as soon as you introduce lowbrow stuff. Stuff like us. Oh, come on. I, I, I don't know. I mean, the, the people on this pipe life, they're, um, you know, sophisticated, young, um, you know, uh, folks that are interested in, um, you know, b- 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 furthering our uh, our beautiful hobby. We're sophisticated. Well, we're young. Well. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, yeah. Do we fit into any of those? You know, it, it, it's online. We it's have online. beards, right. We'll make, we'll make aliases. <laughs> That's what we'll do. We'll make aliases on thispipelife.com. That's and right. Be, be like, hey. I hear those guys from Country Squire Radio are way more sophisticated Boy, than people realize. They really sound cool, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah go check them out. <laughs> the single one should go be friends with uh, John <laughs> David, right? Uh, yeah, you know, it's a, it's a great opportunity, though, if you are on this Pipe Life. Uh, register, uh, get on there, get active in the forums, and, and plug in all your, um, you know, it's integrated with uh, social media and things of that nature. So you can really, you know, it, bring your full experience into that community. And uh, just think like, uh, you know, all the forums and stuff that are online, but really geared towards folks that, um, you know, are savvy with today's technology, uh, you know, love, uh, you know, modern culture and, and really want to push the pipe forward, um, you know, as a, as a, you know, device of enjoyment. Yep. This pipe life.com. That's it. Your thoughts, your comments, listener feedback. All right, we got some great listener feedback in. This first one's a tweet that I have to draw your attention to. Cause, okay. Because I was talking to you about it before the show, and you said you missed this. This is from uh, Greg Bolin on Twitter. Yeah, there's a reason I missed it. Who, uh, who made his unfortunate pipe pilgrimage at 2.30 a.m. one morning. Do you see this picture of I've got <laughs> Oh, he's so sad. Yeah, he's standing outside of the shop at 2.30 a.m. Of course, all the lights are out. It's dark outside. That's fantastic. Uh, apparently, he was uh, passing through at the uh, at the time and so decided to, uh, to pop a pipe, on that. Uh, your pipe pilgrimage to the Country Squire um, at, at 2.30 a.m. Yeah, we, I will definitely not be here, but you're welcome to take <laughs> photos in front of our shop. And um, and, and it looks like he even uh, pulled his car up to turn the uh, headlights onto the front yeah, of the shop. Yeah, that's where that so, light's So he could, could uh, get a good background that's you know, great. photo. Yeah, was, uh, that, that was awesome. Dude, thanks for uh, you know taking the time. You obviously didn't have to do that. Pulling through Jackson, Mississippi in the uh, middle of the night, uh, taking the time to come take a photo in front of our shop. So um, if you're ever this side of... The Mississippi or whatever, <laughs> you know, um, it, during business hours, we'd love, we'd love to, <laughs> we, we'd love to meet you. <laughs> exactly. Oh man, that's great. All right. Uh, next up on iTunes, we got an iTunes review from Doctor Funky. 
Uh, and by the way, Dr. Funky not only wrote an iTunes review, but included in that a quote. Would you read actually both of those? Oh, nice. Is the second one the quote? No, no, no. The, that, it's, it's all it's mashed together. In. Okay, it's good. It's got quotations. Yeah, from Dr. Funky on iTunes. He says, uh, favorite podcast. This is a great podcast for any tobacco enthusiast, and it's a great listen even for those who aren't into pipes. Bo and John David are easygoing and fun. Their passion shows up in every show. I highly recommend it. You'll learn something and have fun along the way. And he says, quote, Nowhere in the world will such a brotherly feeling of confidence be experienced as amongst those who sit together smoking their pipes. And uh, this is from, in um, quote, it's from The Results and Merits of Tobacco, 1844, from a Dr. Barnstein. I love that. Man, that's, isn't that a beautiful Yeah, quote? really nice. That's one of those things that um, I think kind of identifies, uh, you know, our, our hobby and passion here. So, um, dude, Dr. Funky, thanks. Just the, I mean, like, what a great quote, too, because even, even imagine – uh, theoretically, the most yeah. like just intense arguments yeah. transpiring between uh, between people. Like, yeah, I think that we had one of those this afternoon, actually. Well, theoretically, you is what and I, I was, were trying to ignore. Theoretically, <laughs> is what I was what I was proposing here. But but theoretically, my point is, if if, if things start getting heated, yeah, isn't it so much better to be heated over a pipe? Could you imagine such conversations to transpire over over beer? Well, or over uh, I don't know what what milk. Mi- <laughs> It's too hot for milk. It's too hot for <laughs> milk. Was a well, bad and choice. you know, I, I have seen this before, right? I, ha- I have seen this before. So people will be in the shop, and obviously something will come up, like religion or politics or you know wh- whatever it might be, economics, and they're they're you know bickering back and forth at each other. But then there's always that lull in the conversation where someone's you know they're, they're making a point and they're angry, but then they'll ask the the person they're arguing with, like, "Hey, can I borrow your tamper?" Like, <laughs> right, 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 right. You know, or, hey, hey, I, my light went out. Like while I was. You know, defending my argument. Can can you pass me the box of matches? You right, know, so. and then you gotta then you gotta relight your pipe. It gives you a sec to think about what you're saying. Yeah, you know, you, the adult pacifier comes out. So uh, <laughs> yeah, I think there's a thing of beauty when you pull the pipe into the uh, equation. Man, finally we got a uh, email that was sent in from John Patrick Wolf. Uh, he said, I started listening to you guys on Monday on my way to carpentry school, and I must say I've listened to about twenty plus shows since. Uh, I listen to it while I do my work uh, during my long, long, long drive from work. Uh, thank you so much for what you guys are doing for the pipe community and making my day so much better. I can't wait to order some tobacco from y'all. We like that. And sharing the radio show with all of my fellow pipe smokers. We like that too. Uh, I'm even considered. I'm even considering getting a Twitter account just so I can live tweet at your show. Uh, thank you, my fellow gentlemen of the Briar. Well, John, man, we really appreciate that feedback. Dude, please. yeah, please, please do. That's wonderful. Get get you a Twitter account, baby. Do you do it? Not only can you live tweet during the show, but even if you just listen to the podcast, if you're using the Satchel Podcast Player, then that's you right. can also tweet us directly with the little tweet button that's built right into the player. Uh, so we love getting that kind of feedback from you guys as you're kind of listening to the show and <laughs> and wanting tips. And you know, tonight's topic in particular, one that's kind of a, a pipe smoke, smoking 101, man, we'd, we'd love to get feedback from you guys, especially some of you... Uh, you know, you folks who have been smoking a pipe for quite some time, if you've got opinions on building cake, best practices, head to Facebook, head to Twitter, share those out. We'll reshare them yeah. uh, and really kind of help the, the, the you know, newbies kind of uh, be brought up a little bit. We say newbie out of love, by the way, not Yeah, disrespect. no, absolutely. No, no disrespect. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so speaking of Twitter, a couple of folks uh, just tweeting in. We've got, uh, you know, obviously kilted pipe guys uh, showing us he's got his MacBook out with some Dr. Pepper and he's uh, working the late night shift, uh, taking time to relax with, uh, with, with yours truly here so uh which is fun and then also um at cigar man smokes uh pipe master on twitter he says uh is esoterica out of business or is it just very limited um yeah it's just very limited <laughs> <laughs> to, like if you can find a can of esoterica uh you know 
take a picture and, and savor it and then, you know, put it on eBay and sell it for five times what it's worth, <laughs> right? But, it, yeah, they are very much in business. They uh, just have a very limited production. So every time this stuff comes out, it's uh, it's insane. Yep, well, we really, really appreciate you guys tweeting in, joining us for the live show here, those who, who, who were able. And, hey, if you'd like to join us for a live show, we do this every single Monday night at uh, 6.30 p.m. Central. That's 4.30 Pacific, 7.30 Eastern. Now, next Monday is actually the 4th of July. So the people want yeah, to know. that's right. All right, will the store be open on 4th of July? Uh, the store will not be open oh. on the 4th of July. Will, will we be podcasting? We will be podcasting. All right, the there you go. <laughs> so we'll still be uh, broadcasting and podcasting for you next Monday. So be there. That's right. Uh, enjoy enjoy a little Country Squire Radio with uh, right before you enjoy your fireworks. Yeah. Get the barbecue going. Get the family all pulled around. We'll, uh, who Man. knows? It sounds awesome. I'm getting hungry all the time. No, me too, right? We should, we should, I don't, maybe, can we do like a Squire Select barbecue pairing? Oh my gosh. Yeah. What if we did a Squire Select barbecue pairing? With like, <laughs> we got like, what if we went, no, 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 no. We went to the, uh, the pig and pint and we got like some pulled pork, some brisket and like all of this stuff. And then we paired it up. All right, you're saying you're just looking for an excuse to drink beer Eat ribs and and have a and talk about pies and, and pie tobacco and, and have a and have a pipe. I'm I'm down. Yeah, like I, yeah. You, you you had me at at barbecue. We might have to do that. Right. So tune in next week. It's going to be a lot of fun. <laughs> That'd be so shameless. CountrySquireRadio.com. So y'all y'all keep up with us throughout the week. Facebook.com/slash CountrySquireRadio. You can follow <laughs> us on Twitter at Squire Radio or individually. You can follow me at the Real Bo York. I'm at John David Cole. Or you can get us at the shop at at underscore Country Squire. And of course, all that con- uh, contact information and more can be found at CountrySquireRadio.com. Well, man, uh, what a great show, man. This was great. Thanks for uh, thanks for coming out and listening to us and. Hey, let's go have a night. See you, brother. You've been listening to Country Squire Radio. For more information on this and other shows, please visit Pottery.com. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.